ignore the music. I wonder if he muted himself. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on LA Talk Radio. producer and host of the show and we greet you live uh, from Los Angeles, California. And for 14 years, we've been providing our audience with entertainment industry career advice. Now, this show is for you if you are questioning your career reality about pursuing a career in show business or if you already are working, excuse me, I'm getting a little verklempt over here. Uh, I've been eating sugar like a maniac, trying to pump myself up for the show on a Sunday. And now, you know, when you eat too much sugar, you get that little (coughs) Demi Moore voice. So let's move on. Okay, so uh, questioning your reality about pursuing a career in show business uh, again, or if you're already working in the entertainment industry and you just may need a couple tips, advice, or resource information on how to do your So guests on our show include, we have Emmy Award winners, we have Grammy Award winners, we have Tony Award winners, we have reality TV stars, just really a wide variety of working show business professionals. And some of them include the film, television, music, radio producers and directors. We have casting directors. We have literary agents, casting agents, PR agents. We've got talent managers, screenwriters, publicists, actors, comedians, singers, novelists, script supervisors, stunt people, celebrity makeup artists. And I always try to throw a little entertainment attorney around the end of the year. Um, Believe me, if you make it, you need, well, actually, I would suggest before you make it to get advice from a good entertainment attorney. It's always good to have an entertainment attorney on retainer. Now, if you missed any of our past shows, here are the three ways that you can listen to them. Number one, free mobile app, and you can get that, obviously at the App Store, the Google Play Store. Number two, we are on iHeartRadio, we're on iTunes, we're on Amazon Podcasts, Google, Audible.com, Stitcher.com. Just go into Google and type my name, Priscilla Leona, or the Question Hour Radio Show, and you will find us on every single platform. We are out there. We are there. And third, you can always listen to our shows on the archive page directly from this website, the one you're listening to us on right now, which is latalkradio.com. So you just want to go, there's a little search box. You can type in question reality, or you can look uh, for my name, Priscilla Leona, the host tab. Yellow polka dot bikini favor to ask everyone today on Mother's Day, which by the way, I should have said, welcome mothers. I am not a mother, but 
Uh, my husband is very much like a child, so wait a minute. I guess I am kind of a little bit like a mother to my husband. But I wanted to say, well, happy Mother's Day to everyone, uh, for those who have lovely mothers. Um, and so the favor, we would very, very kindly ask that you please, please, please subscribe to our podcast uh, via the Apple podcast and just give us a little like and a follow on all of our social media pages. We're on, of course, all of them, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, blah, blah. And I, I decided to add, yes, TikTok. People are like, Priscilla. My God, TikTok, that is for the teens. I'm like, you know what? If my friend LL Cool J is on TikTok and my friend Jamie Foxx is on TikTok, these are like my personal friends. And if they're on TikTok and we're in the same age group, I'm going on TikTok too, to heck with it. So yes, um, you can find little clips of the video, which I wish they would make it longer, right? I think they only let you do three minutes and I wish they could do the whole show, but you know, I, I'm starting to do little clips of each guest and put it on there. So you'll be on my TikTok page soon. Finally, if you want to be booked on our show to promote and showcase your talents, current or upcoming projects, or you have some products, want to make some buckaroonies, you got some products to sell, uh, and if you want to help our listeners by providing much appreciated entertainment industry career advice, now here's where you got to listen. Perk up those are our official website, which is questionrealityradioshow.com not the website that you're listening to us on now which is the airing website it's questionrealityradioshow.com obviously you're listening to latalkradio.com now this is the website uh, where you can go and you can find our annual guest schedule. Uh, you might want to go there and take a peek at who the upcoming guests are and check out their sites so again to be Booked, submit to questionrealityradioshow.com. Go to the contact link. Really, 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 really easy. Just name, email, title, and website. That's it. We are done with the official show introduction. Always my favorite part, but maybe not so much. But, you know, here's what is important for those of you who are out there and hope to do a talk show in the future. Here's a little tip. I have heard so many talk shows where you don't know anything about them. Someone's like, oh, yeah, you should check out uh, John Smith. Okay, I'm going to check out John Smith, and I click. And John Smith comes on, and John Smith just starts talking. And I'm like, okay, well, what's your show about? You didn't do a show introduction. I don't know if this show is for me. I don't know anything about you. I don't know what you do. I don't know why this show would be for me. Why am I going to invest uh, an hour of my time or how? however many minutes it is. So it's always very important that you always do a show introduction to let your audience know what they can expect. And I have to do that. So for 14 years, I've been doing it and I will continue doing it. So always make sure that you do like a little show intro or a little mission statement or something that's applicable to your show content. Uh, it'll keep people coming back and they definitely will know what's going on instead of trying to figure it out. Now, exciting! You know, every week I got a great guest, right? Every week, 
consider the premium, the caviar cult version of the best of the best, right? Well, today is no exception. We have, well, first of all, this guy is super hot. Yes, he's a hottie. I do try to get the best hot looking man on my show. You know me, old pervert from way back. Uh, but he is absolutely gorgeous. I, I, I didn't say this to him, but I, I didn't know whether it would offend him, but I think he looks a little bit like Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock, and I've always thought Chris Rock was a hottie. I bet you he probably has had at least one person tell him he's looked like Chris Rock, but we'll find out. His name is Rico. Oh, he's got the sexiest name, right? I got to find out if that last name is real. Okay, his name is Rico Mangram or Mongram. I'm not sure. You know, I always mess people's names up. But he is a multi-hyphenate. Uh, but let's just talk about what we're going to talk about and focus on today, which is him being an executive producer, a talking, a talking, a talk and cooking show host, and an author. And Rico is a Chicago native, and he's very fascinating career. Okay, so he started out as a computer scientist. So you're like, boom, not only is he hot, but he's got an intellect, right? He's very intelligent. Um, his next career adventure was, okay, so he go, boom, 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 professional salsa dancer and instructor. You're like, okay, so the guy's hot. Would we be loving to see him do salsa? Yes, we would. All right. So then he's like, okay, so I'm smart and I can whip it out as a professional salsa dancer and instructor. I'm going to become a creator of an event production company focusing on weddings. Yep, that's what he did next. And then that led him to writing a book called Rock the Newlyweds Wedding. Can't wait to hear about that. And then in 2018, Rico started producing what is now his current talk show, which is called, are you ready for this title? Oh my God, when I heard it, I was just rolling. I loved it. I'm like, yes. As a matter of fact, when I first heard the Rico No Suave show, I had to say in at least four, four different languages, right? I had to do it. Italian and Russian and Spanish and oh well yeah not automatic but I did I just did it in so many different accents because it just rolls off the tongue I love and for those of you who may not know this because you are Gen Z there was a song back in the day but I'll let him tell you about it. that's a it's a whole it's 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 a brilliant title just take my word for it young people. And then somehow, as if those accomplishments weren't enough, what does Rico do? He finds his another passion. As if he hasn't had enough passions. The man was born in a passion pit. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, he found his passion for cooking. Cooking. Now, you, everybody knows mommy loves cooking. You know, I cook just, you know, I cook Italian and I cook Greek and I cook Thai and I cook Chinese and I cook, I'm always cooking something except French. We know I don't measure, 
We know I don't measure. But he found his passion for cooking, and then he decided to produce and host a cooking show called Cooking with Rico. And what's exciting, and we're going to talk a little bit about this today, because I get a lot of questions uh, from my listeners about how do you get your show, your podcast, your this, whatever, syndicated. And currently, both of Rico's shows are in negotiations uh, with syndicated markets. So we definitely have to find that question out. So without further ado, let's start talking. Oh, wait, you got to go first because I want you to give him a little thumb. I think you'd want to give you a thumb. You have a thumb. Go no suave show.com. That's T-H-E-R-I-C-O-N-O-S-U-A-V-E-S-H-O-W. I want you to give him a little finger, a little thumb on Facebook at Rico's. Oh, he's doing what I love. What do I say every week, people? It's all about branding. When you are starting your company, when you're starting your career, when you're starting anything, it is so important that you stay consistent. Branding, branding, branding. And look what he's done. He's got the website, the Rico, the Rico No Suave Show.com. Follows it up with Facebook at Rico No Suave Show. Instagram, Rico No Suave Show. Twitter, you're lucky if you can even get your name. So it deviates a little bit there. It's at Suave underscore show. And then lastly, he brings it back home on YouTube with the Rico No Suave Show. So please go there, support and follow him. Believe me, he is so entertaining. And you know, I'm very picky, very picky about people. I get bored with them in five, 10 seconds, but he actually held my attention. So without further ado, let's see if he can hold your attention. Welcome to the show, Rico No Suave. What can I say about that intro? Oh my God, that was a beautiful intro. I mean, you 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 do wonderful, love. You do wonderful. Yo. Oh my God. Well, when you got a hot a hot little gold block like yourself, you want to give it your oh. best. You want to perform <laughs> for a hottie like yourself. I don't even know if you're married, but if you are, you know, I'm married too. No offense. I gotta call it like I see it, Rike. Rico, Rico, I'm ready to call you. Let me tell you, you are one of the most impressive people I've had on the show, just being honest with you. Um, uh, you. I want to I, I start, because I know everybody's going to want to know your backstory, Rico. Tell, talk to me about being a multi-hyphenate. I think that uh, you're king as far as the guests go on my radio show. So let's just... Uh, list before we start i'm going to just list because i didn't earlier i'm going to just list some of your many talents and people get ready to perk your ears up here we go all right so we already talked about him being a scientist and then he became the <laughs> professional salsa dancer and then we talked about him creating the event company focusing on the weddings but yeah. he's done other things too. Uh, what yeah. are they, Rico? No suave. <laughs> so you know, it. You know, I'm so happy that you know. I mean, it it uplifts me when you talk when you talk like that because I love the energy, and that's the energy that I have as well. You know, mm -hmm. I think one of the things about 
you know, getting into different, um, I, I, I call them passions, right? So with different passions that you actually have, it's, there's an amount of energy that you have towards those passions that you have. And because, because being into, you know, in IT and then doing salsa dancing, then doing my talk show, also with special occasion events, with event planning, and then cooking, it all comes together. I mean, it's all one ball of energy of what people love to do for myself, of course, but also love to entertain people. Um, it's the, the background of how it all started was more of I've always had a love for IT. At first, you know, technology was there. And when I was in college, you know, it was more of opening up a computer to see exactly what the insides looked at like. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a motherboard, right? And then all of a sudden I say, you know what? That's my love, IT. But during that time as far as with IT as well, too, it's connecting with people of like-minded like yourselves that love to actually see how technology grows from you know, the 90s to the 2000s, and then, of course, 2010, 2020, and just seeing how things grow. Then, of course, the passion for salsa, you know, but the passion for salsa, of course, kicked in um, because it was more of me teaching. And during my teachings, when, of course, jobs that I've had, I've always mentored people. And one thing about dancing, we always danced in our family, right? And one of the things about dancing salsa, my father said, you know, you have the personality like me, you know, you have the personality like me to be able to attract people and make them happy. Have you ever thought about teaching Shasha? And I said, Papa, I said, no, I haven't. You know, I, I really haven't thought about it, but I said, you know, he said, well, I think you should because you have the gift to be able to make people happy and, and actually make people enjoy. So it was kind of like that whole IT process of when someone comes to me with a problem, I'm there quickly to help solve it. And when I was actually doing that, it was more of, hey, if you have a situation that you need help on, I am here to help you. And Sasha was kind of like that same realm of, but it was, of course, fun to be able to go out there and dance. But when teaching came into play, it was such, a, it was such an honor to be able to teach beginners their first step. It's like a baby that's actually walking and you're like, come on, you can do it. I'm that, I'm that motivator to be able to keep people dancing and say, hey, you got it. Keep going. Keep practicing. Stay with it. And then, you know, my students, they just continue to grow. So while I was doing my, uh, you know, my Hot One Salsa has been around for like 15 years. And after that, one of my students asked me to teach a salsa class at their wedding. And I'm like, sure. No problem, because I'm used to teaching in front of multitudes of people. And I was like, okay. So I went to actually teach at a friend's wedding. And he actually said, you know what? A lot of people really love the class. You are a party starter. I said, really? So a DJ came up to me and said, listen, I've seen people teach before, but not like that. I've seen people rock the crowd. I said, but not like that. I said, he said, have you ever thought about emceeing? And I was like, no, I got nervous. You know, I was real nervous when he said, hey, see, I'm like, well, that's a different story, you know, when it comes to, you know, actually, you know, talking to people and actually start having a format now, right? When people are actually, you know, announcing, when you're announcing the bridal party, when you're announcing, you know, the different special moments 
So I started, you know, I had my first MC gig and it was a friend of mine, you know, 250 people out there. I will never forget. I will never forget Priscilla. I was so nervous. I felt like I was going to trip over my own feet. So I, I got out there and it was a live band. And, and of course, some of the salsa dancers that I knew was there as well, too, you know, in the scene. But at, at the band that I actually brought in was a salsa band that I knew. And, you know, it was, and then the DJ that I actually said, hey, I would love to, have, you know, collaborate with you. And I'll, uh, I'll never forget his name was DJ Mambo. And we actually got on, when I got on that, that floor, my first thing was, is make them happy. Crack jokes. Be yourself. You're going to sweat. You're going to sweat. But make them happy. Man, that was my first one that I've ever did. And I have to say, everyone, everyone had such a great time would congratulate me and make me feel inspired to do more. So that's when Special Occasion Events um, came into play. And, um, and that was in 2015. And when I was doing that, you know, it felt so good to actually see happy people, happy weddings. I, and I, to this day, I tell people, I say, hey, this wedding is not going to be your typical wedding. This is not going to be, you know, a DJ that's just going to actually just announce. You're going to have an MC that's on the floor and you're a hype man. And we're going to make this night special and wet love i used to do what i did and i started doing um the rico no suave show from my car and i was actually doing like different subjects talking about relationships talking about careers talking about financing excuse me talking about um experiences life experiences and it was in my car on my way to work and i did that monday wednesday and friday and then i went to a wedding um, and one guy said, Hey, are you on TV? How did they get you? Are you on, um, like a radio station or something like that? I was like, no. He said, well, you should be. I was like, why? He said, you have the voice for it. You have the energy for it. People will love to follow you. And I was like, really? And, you know, as, as a person of myself, you know, being oh, your own critic, you know, you kind of brush it off mm-hmm. until someone else comes up to you and says it again. Mm-hmm. Are you on TV? A different wedding. Are you on TV or, um, you know, are you a radio host? Right. And I was like, no. I was like, no, I'm not. I said, but, you know, <laughs> there was a guy at another I wedding that said the same exact thing you did. <laughs> Because you got the movie star looks and you got the movie star personality. So I think that was the path that you were supposed to take for you to understand that that's where you were supposed to be. That it was all culminating. All of your experiences and adventures were culminating because I think maybe based on what I've seen and, you know, being a talk show host, we know when somebody else is good, right? So yeah, yeah. when when I look at you, I, I can't imagine you doing anything else. It's like you've been doing that forever. So 
uh, you just have, you have, you, you, it takes a lot of energy. People don't understand yeah. how, because one second of no talking is like a lifetime in television and radio. And people don't understand <laughs> that. It really is. I mean, it's dead air. I remember when I first started doing my, with my radio show and I would ask a question and I, here's what, um, I don't know. That's what they would say. Let me think about I'm like, girl, you're at, you do not have any time to think about it. I disconnect. But, but no, but it's just like, you can't be thinking about it. And, you know, but you, you, you have to have a lot of energy, which you obviously do. So I wanted to ask about going yeah. back a little bit. When you were uh, seriously, uh, yeah. were, did you do the professional salsa dancing gig at night or like on the weekend or did you yeah. stop being a, okay. So yeah, you were doing so that, that was my that was what uh, my life balance. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that oh, was my life okay. balance. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because I was wondering, I was thinking, I was wondering, well, because, I, I mean, my husband's a software developer, right? They're pretty mellow, kind of low-energy people, so I can't even imagine you being a computer scientist. You're too, you're too lively for that, but uh, that's amazing. That's amazing that you, you had, you knew you had to get some sort of passion out of you because it's a pretty stoic job being a uh, It is. Right, so uh, you knew that you uh, could do that salsa. It was a good call from your dad, actually. That to I don't know what your household was like, but he obviously knew you had talent for that as well. So that was like boom, click, next path. Now, when you created the events company, were you still working as the computer scientist and the salsa dancer, and you added on, or did you let one of the you added on? Oh my yes, god. I added it's on. Damn. Oh my god. Okay. So now you're working like 23 out of 24 hours a day. Okay, so you create the events company focusing on the weddings, right? Then you yes. said you wrote a book called Rock yes. the Blue. Now, what was happening? that inspired you to write rock the newlyweds wedding what was going on in there did you see a lot was so, there a lot of gossip shit going on some happenings? no so you know i think when and you notice as an entrepreneur that it's when you start seeing things in the industry and you start it not be done and you say you know i know that's not right I know that the wedding couple should not, the newlyweds should not be feeling like this from a DJ standpoint, from a photography standpoint, from, you know, uh, you know, just from an MC and a coordination standpoint. I'm like, and this is where it became a process. This is where the IT piece helped me because us as, you know, as us as engineers, we are so process oriented that we want to make sure that everything is perfect. And when things are perfect, meaning that from step A to step Z, we want to make sure that everything goes as planned. But we want to make sure that the customer, the, the client, is kind of like in that best friend moment, like, I have your back. I'm going to take care of you. So when I wrote this book, I wrote this book to make sure that who's ever out there and don't know what to do, this is how your wedding should be rocked. 
that's why I came out with that because I've seen a lot of things going on, even from a DJ standpoint, not being able to sync up with the bridal party and coordination when it comes to planning when a planner is running all over and they don't have any assistance and, you know, photographers and, you know, they're supposed to have this whole formal list of things that you need to have done where they're either coming in late and they're not on time. And those things really bothered me, you know, and those things really made me feel like if I'm going to be different, every client that I work with, or even if they hire me as an MC, I am going to help work with them as a team, photographers, DJs, or whatsoever, to make sure we're all on the same page. So when I wrote the book, I made sure that I notated that and wanted to guide the, the potential newlyweds or the newlyweds that's actually, you know, in the future, what to look out for and, and go from there. Well, so so Rock the Newlyweds Wedding book is is it? Would you say it's more of a how to do it right, or would you? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. What I would do. say a how to, what to look out for. You know what I do to rock the newlyweds of weddings of my experiences as well. Mm, yeah, that is so important. I tell you, people. Oh, I've had so many friends trying to plan their own wedding, and I said, "Oh, you have no idea what it what it what is entailed in it." Please hire a wedding coordinator or somebody who's done it. But so this book is uh, is this available on Amazon or where can we buy this book? Yeah, so you can purchase this. Um, it's Kindle, right? Okay. Um, um, as well as to be able to get into, you know, more of uh, more apps to be able to read that. But it's Kindle right now on Amazon. Okay. Woo! Now, people, yeah. you're planning a wedding. What? All the weddings? Now, I would imagine most people. I think they said June is uh, the the most popular wedding month, but you got to start planning your wedding people at least a year. Am I right, yeah. Rico? A yeah. year. In yeah. So if you yeah. are thinking about getting married next year, please get Rico's book today because yeah. you got to start rocking that wedding, right? That's All right. right. Get your Kindle. That's right. Now, so, you start, okay, so you have this epiphany uh, with the help of people telling you you should do it. Uh, you start producing your current talk show, The Rico No Suave. Now, you see Rico Yachton back in the day. Remember Rico Suave? How oh, man. You seem too young to know about that. Did your dad tell you about him or did you, <laughs> did you know? You know, we used to watch, like, videos, right? And videos with MTV videos and Rico Suave actually came to Chicago one time, but I was young, but I knew that he came to Chicago because his video, he had a video. And after that was a promotion saying that he was Rico Suave was coming to Chicago and everybody knew who Rico Suave was during that time. Cause it was just so, you know, he was like that smooth, you know, debonair type guy from Ecuador, you know? So, <laughs> Oh my God. So he obviously left some impression on you, or maybe you yeah. just said, well, Rico Suave, you, how did you decide to lock that in as the title? <laughs> so I got to hear it. He was Rico, you know, because, you know, when I'm dancing, people always used to call me Suave. Well, they call me Rico, of course, but they used to say, 
Rico uh, and say, oh, that guy is suave, you know, when he's yeah. dancing. And then what, what happened was is that I say, you know, there's a Rico Suave that's out there. I ain't going to take his name. I'm going to be Rico No Suave. So ah. I put a twist to it and then <laughs> made the name. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. It's catchy. And it makes you, or at least it makes me want to say it in different accents. All day yep. today, I was going, Rico No Suave. And then I was saying, Rico, Rico. And I'm just trying to do all these accents. So you really, uh, talking about branding, people were bringing yeah. it back because Rico yeah. has found a title that people are going to remember no matter what. So excellent right. job on the branding. So Thank tell you. us what the Rico No Suave talk show is about. Give us what your platform is. Yeah, so the Rico No Suave show um, is, you know, of course, I'm the talk show host and uh, my co-host, Valerie Malesio. Um, well, you know, we came up with, uh, at first, because since we were in the dance community, it was more of, you know, recognizing people here in Chicago uh, and the locals to be able to get that exposure. And also it was more me recognizing um, people to actually let, let people know that we appreciate your work. I think one of the biggest things about, you know, uh, recognizing the local talent, that's basically was me giving back to the community and say, hey, you know what, you guys played for us. Now we're going to recognize your work. But over time, of course, you know, there were so many musicians that, of course, that we had to basically interview, but we wanted to actually start getting that track record of getting more people involved in the community to basically recognize the talent that we're bringing on. Over time, you know, the word starts spreading in regards to the show of now our mission is gems of around the world. Gems around the world is anyone that's actually doing great things for people to make them going back to my days of saying, I want to make people happy, but also inspiring, inspiration, um, and basically anyone of their journey, basically going um, out of their way to say, these are some heartfelt times that I've actually had when I was trying to be a doctor, a lawyer, an activist, any type of a movement. Um, I, I, you can be an actor. You can be whatever it is. Um, and then start to basically help other people to understand that, yeah, struggles are going to happen. Ups and downs are going to happen. Your next step is to be able to find a solution to be able to help. Now, finding a solution is being surrounding yourself with great people to be able to help you get to that next level. So the show is all about interviewing um, people from, you know, gyms around the world um, of what they actually do in their life for people to get more exposure of what these people are actually doing, you know, and actually, you know, helping our show grow with nothing but positivity and, you know, and inspiration. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Gosh. All right. So now we're on the 24th hour. You're like, I have five. No, I have 10 <laughs> occupations. It's not enough. It's not enough. My time, my biological clock is ticking down. I don't have enough going on in my life. I have to start a cooking show. All right. So you start cooking. Yeah. With I, was, I was talking to Rico about this a little bit. I saw his sizzle reel on YouTube, which you got to go check it out. Right. You yeah. are, I mean, 
I saw in your regular show you have some energy. And yes, you need energy for a cooking show. And I thought, <laughs> oh my God, how's he going to cook and be able to whip up the energy? Son of a bitch, yeah. if you didn't do it, right? Okay, so yeah. I'm looking at your sizzle reel, and I love yeah. that you put this caption. You added it. Was, so basically, what Rico was doing, he had a, a, a male guest on, and he had this big round roll of meat. It looked like it, uh, if you're familiar with brujol, it looked like it was a brujol, and he was about to season it, right? So he. Yeah. I, he has this little caption, and, and it said, proud parent uh, of the little meat baby, or a little baby the meat. meat. I can't whisperer. remember what it was. The meat right? whisperer. The meat whisperer, yes. <laughs> and he had this little baby meat roll, and I was like, this is it. If you're going to do a sizzle reel, this is it. You want to have a nice phallic shape. And call it a little baby meat roll, and then the meat whisper. So he had it all. He's like, insert yeah. here, insert here, insert here, and it was perfect. So, um, uh, as I was saying earlier, I love to cook too. I, I love to cook many different types. I cook Greek and Chinese, Thai, Russian, Japanese, Southern. Obviously, yeah. I cannot touch French. I wanted to find out if you cook. Because the sizzle reel wasn't long enough to showcase all the types of food sure. you cook. So I wanted to sure. know, do you cook in different styles or do you just uh, cook? I mean, when you were uh, uh, maybe five or six years old, did you go to the school, to the culinary institute in France or somewhere uh -huh. and learn to cook, right? Where, what's your training? I like that. <laughs> well, that's the only time you, know, you had. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. I was just talking. I was just talking to my mom about this uh, today before the interview. And you know, I cook for you know, I love cooking for my mom. And one of the things about when I was little, going back to when I was little, and I tell her this every time. We were just talking about this today. My mom would never let me into the kitchen to cook with her. I will always watch my mom cook. And I love when I watch my mom cook because she'll have music on and then she'll be dancing or she'll be like cooking up whatever that she's cooking up. And one of my favorite things that my mom cooks is round steak, like round steak with gravy and some, you know, nice onions. gravy and Ooh. onions. Oh, man, I, I tell you, I tell you, it, you know, the mom's touch is the best touch. And when she wouldn't let me cook, like I tried to cook one time with her and I think it was kind of like a dumpling. I think it was kind of like a soap house, uh, a soup. And it was, it was a really like really cool way that she was using a roller and it was the dough. And I said, mom, let me help you roll it. Right. I said, okay, this would be a fun thing for you to do. I said, okay. So my mom goes and let me start rolling it. And I guess I wasn't doing, <laughs> doing it right. So because, and then she's like, um, let me do this. And she like moved me out the way. You know how like when someone like yeah. you so, you so little, they put their, you put, they put your hand over your head and move you out yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I absolutely know for sure. I mean, and you know, it's always like moms will kind of 
usually if it's a girl, they'll like yeah. let them experiment more, but they try to push the boys away. I don't know why, but that it's like, don't, don't, mess, don't mess my stuff up. They just don't think that their boys are going to be able to rock it. But uh, obviously you did. So you ended up learning your cook because you really had some moves. I mean, I watch every cooking show. I mean, Julia Childs, I'm yes. obsessed. Yes. I watch uh, Gordon Ramsay. There is no cooking show I don't watch. So I was watching your techniques. I loved, you know, when you uh, were doing the, I don't know, I think it was chicken, but you had the, the ladies around the table and then you were cooking. I think chicken oh, yeah. and you squeeze the like, just to pull yeah. it up. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna burn his hand. But you you knew it. You knew it. So you could see that you had that had that experience. So I really feel that your cooking show is legit. And I wanted to Thank ask you, you um, because I want to see more of the little baby meat. Uh I yeah. want to know. <laughs> What is going on? Because you said that both of your shows, this is something that we want to talk about for the audience. So if you could also include some tips in there and how you do this, yeah. uh, sure. your, both of your shows are in the process of negotiations to be syndicated. So can you That's tell right. us a little bit about how does that happen? So, you know, when it comes to, and, and just give you a little bit more information about the cooking show, um, you know, when I started, and uh, to answer your question about how did I learn, right, because this comes into the play of actually becoming impatient, right? It's, uh, moved out of my mom's house. I started cooking Italian. I still start cooking a little bit of Latin uh, as well. So I continue to actually start, you know, sharpening my knives and just start looking at Gordon Ramsay, start looking at other Emery, uh, Emery, man, bam, right? I start looking at that and just start watching what he's doing, and I start mimicking that. Another thing also, keep this in mind, because of the structure of, you know, I love to dance, and I, I'm also like this perfectionist, or just for myself, the biggest critique, I wanted to make sure that every slice that I actually made was going, trying to be as perfect as possible. And one thing is, is that over time, I started to say, hey, you know what, I think it's time for me to take it to the next level. So I started putting it on Facebook. I started putting it on social media. Someone came to me and said, hey, just like they did for the radio station, you should have a cooking show. You know, I didn't think about it twice. I said, you know what? I'm going to have a I'm gonna have a cooking show. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to bypass this. <laughs> we know you did. We know you took on another occupation, of course. Oh, my God. So, so this you're... is where... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. I, I, so this is where you, so you, at this point, because I only saw the sizzle reel. So have yeah. you locked down any other episodes and you just have them in the can and you're just waiting or what? So I have, yeah. So we have currently right now, the episodes that you will see is on YouTube. Um, and I think we're, um, I think we're up to number Man, I think we're up to number 14. We still have a lot of production, and big shout-out to my production crew. They're still working in the back end because we actually are up to 29 episodes that we're still needing to um, – um, up to 29. So we got close to 10 to 11 episodes that we still need to release out there um, that we're actually doing. So um, the show itself is continuously growing, um, and it's it started to basically migrate into – you know, even something even bigger. Um, and I'll tell you as far as the, the future, because I did have to post this out. 
But to answer your question about the syndication as well, so when it becomes a syndication, you definitely need an agent. And big shout out to Beatrice Davis. Um, I, I love her. She is awesome. Um, and you need to actually have an agent in order for you to be able to guide you in the right direction in order for you to be able to get into that syndication uh, syndicate market, meaning that an agent will actually or a consultant will give you all of the, the resources that you will actually need and give you that formula to say in order for your show, your talk show, to really become into the syndicated market, here's what your show needs to look like, but you need to be different. Cooking show, the same concept. You have the great energy, you have great food, but now you need to actually go into a different level, change the name if you need to, which goes to my next thing. Um, Hot and Sizzle with Rico is my new name that's coming out. I'm still going to have the Cooking with Rico show because that's going to be kind of more of that kitchen. But then the Hot and Sizzle with Rico is going to be more of us going out to different events, cooking with other chefs, as well as bringing in chefs to actually cook as far as with me. And then, um, you know, like I have like a, a little chef, like kids, that's actually that love to cook, will be cooking along with me and also charity events. So the synopsis of being able to enter that syndicate market, you want to make sure that you at least have something that's different that's going to be really attractive to whoever maybe want to invest into you or into uh, or actually produce uh, whatever your content is to be able to get out, you know, into into that market. So, you know, that's where that's the that's the road trip, <laughs> you know, the road trip to being in a syndicate market. So when uh, so you when you're in the, the negotiations, is it yes. are they asking for something such as, for example, it's been done before, but are they saying, hey, you know, Rico, why don't you combine your current talk show with the cooking mm -hmm. show? Because or they say like, what are they saying that you're like, well, maybe that's a possibility or you say, no, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, what, what are some of the things that they're, that they ask you in order to say, Hey, you know what, if you do this, we'll send, we'll get you syndicated. So one of the things is, is that it's, it's the, it's the meaning behind it. Um, the name really comes out like the Rico No Suave show when you read when you actually was talking about that you said you were speaking so many different languages that actually helps other people too right yes. so and also with the cooking with Rico show because you know the name itself can be stagnant because other people may have it you have to come out with a different name behind that to attract them first number one then they want to know a little bit more about it and then they say hey you know what can you do this or can you actually do this as far as with, you know, when cutting the meat or can you put some salsa music on or something like that to be able to uh, add another extra flair? Um, what about your intro, right? Your intro, does your intro really want, uh, I think we should do something as far as with the intro to make people feel like they want to dance before, you know, once it's over, even though it's like 30 seconds, they want to actually dance and then cook as far as, you know, with you along the show as well. So, when, when people are asking that, you know, producers or anyone that's asking about that, you know, you might already have what they want as well, too, right? They might just say, oh, we love it. Let's keep going. Continue to create, you know, different content and 
they'll give you feedback. I mean, they'll definitely give you feedback as well, especially if you if you find the right investors to invest into, you know, your show, you know, they're definitely going to have some some things that they're probably going to want to actually change. And, you know, once you're syndicated and you have a contract, then, you know, it's really, you know, up to, you know, both of the negotiation pieces to happen. But mm. before that, negotiations will always happen with um, that name and what's what's the meaning behind it. Right. And and will they now a lot of people think that in order to become syndicated, you've got to be a celebrity or you've got to have millions and millions of followers. What, mm. what would you say to people mm. who think that, that, that that's the case? You know, anyone can actually, you know, anyone can actually have a, and it depends on followers as well. You know, people can easily come up and say, you know, Priscilla, hey, you're on Instagram. OK, cool. All right, let's uh, let's let's follow each other. Okay, sounds good. But I never like any of your posts. I never follow anything. You're just a number. Um, I think when it comes to the syndicate market, I think it's more of what your content is and how can we make the show grow. Because remember, syndicate market, they're always looking for something brand new. They're always looking for something that was going to attract, and the followers are going to come. Once you get into that market, the followers are going to come. But it's also a team that you're going to actually have to have to basically make sure you're interacting with all of the people, make con- uh, you know, commenting or you know things like that. So they do look at it. Don't get me wrong; they do look at it. Uh, but they they do want to see what the interaction. But if your talent is there, oh, you know, they're going they're going to roll with you and they're going to help build you no matter what. Well, honey, child. You got the talent, you got the looks, you got the cooking, you got the salsa. What is it that you don't have? That's the question. We got to do a follow-up because you know what? We're, our time is out. I was supposed to end the show a minute ago. I'm going to get in so much trouble. But I could talk to you for hours. So can, may I bring you back? Would you honor us yes. with coming back maybe? Of uh, once, Maybe once you get your show syndicated, you can come back and then tell us all about it. We can pick of up course. where we left off. But speaking of, I'm going to be on your show so we can That's talk right. more. <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to be fantastic. My God, man. Yes. You are like you are like the best thing since Campbell's soup for me today. Oh, I am. Oh, I like Campbell's. Now we got. Now you have me thinking about a recipe I'm going to cook tonight. So <laughs> let's just stop because you and I could be talking for hours. I want everyone go to his website, thericonosuaveshow.com. Please Thank you. check him out on Facebook, Instagram, and Thank Twitter. You at Rico Nosuave Show. Just Google him. He's all over there. If you can't find him, go to Chicago and go to a local salsa club. He will be there. There you go. He will be there dancing and instructing, right? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Rico. You are absolutely a diamond in the rough from Buffalo via Chicago. Thank you so much. And I look forward to you you coming back on the show. Say goodbye to your fans. Thank you. I want to thank everyone for your support. Make sure you continue to support LA Talk Radio, Priscilla, Leona. I really appreciate everyone listening in on the show today. Um, and, you know, from talk show to talk show host, 
the energy has to be there for you guys to come back. But thank you guys so much. And yes, please, you know, check me out on uh, Instagram at Rico No Suave Show. www.ricononosuaveshow.com is where my website is. Facebook, Rico No Suave Show. YouTube, subscribe to the channel, uh, Rico No Suave Show. We want to. I want to thank everyone that actually tuned in today. And man, let's go Hollywood, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> So give me a call and let me know. All right. We'll see you soon on Question Reality. Bye. See you, love. Ciao. You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona right here on L.A. Talk Radio.